Are you ready to know your worth and identity in the body of Christ? Are you ready for kingdom conversations with kingdom people? Welcome to the Recovery to Recovered podcast. I'm your host, Caleb McCall, and I will be guiding you through the word with preaching and teaching and empower you to know who you are in Christ Jesus. Hello and welcome in to the Recovery to Recovered podcast. I am so excited that you took time out of your day to be with us for episode 33. Wow, that is exciting. We are on episode 33. Hard to believe we've been doing this for almost a year now, and we are at 33 episodes here on the podcast. I just thank you so much uh, for being a part of this ministry and uh, tuning into the podcast today. And so uh, I got a recovery topic um, to talk about today, and it is uh, simply our approach to recovery in the faith-based community um, because, of course, we have a different approach um, than what secular rehabilitation or non-faith-based rehabilitation goes about it, however you want to word that. And we as Christians using that word secular, we use it all the time with everything. But we, we have a faith-based approach, which is uh, translation for us believers. It's the Jesus approach. It's the one-step program compared to the 12-step program. And so anything I'm talking about today, it's not to bash any kind of 12-step program or any kind of, uh, you know, non-faith-based recovery program. You know, we we need secular rehabilitation centers. And I'll tell you the reason why we need secular rehabilitation centers. It is because not everybody is wanting to turn their life over to Christ And we as a society, even if they don't want to turn their life over to Christ, they still need help. People in addiction need help. And uh, they're doing their best and doing it the way that they uh, know how to at these recovery centers. And there's scientists and medical doctors who have their own approach and their own way of doing things. But for us in the faith-based community, for us who are believers and who are Christians, we know Um, that we have a different answer and a different approach than they do. And that's what I want to talk to you about today, which is the faith-based approach, which is this type of setup that I'm going to talk about today. And it's, you know, it's the one-step program, Jesus. It's the one-step program, not the 12 steps. God bless 12 steps, but I tell you what, it's a whole lot easier to take one step than 12 and just surrender I mean, because that's where true freedom comes in when it comes to surrendering. And when I talk about, you know, secular rehabilitation versus faith-based rehabilitation, and this is what I talk to about when I talk to DAs and judges, uh, you know, across the state um, and lawyers and different people that I'm, I'm dealing with that are trying to get in, you know, folks that are trying to get in our program. I talk to their judges, the lawyers, DAs, all of that um, to talk to them about getting our student in the program. And I always give them this answer, you know, because a lot of people in addiction, they've been in and out of rehabs and 30 day rehabs. And let's just face it, 30 day rehabilitation centers, it has been proven they do not work. You cannot change what somebody's been doing for 30 years in 30 days. Just doesn't work like that. That's why long term uh, treatment is proven to be more successful. Long term faith based treatment is proven to be way more successful. Um, but I always tell the, the the people in government that I'm talking to about getting a student into our program, I always talk to them, you know, about this. You know, most of these folks have been trying and have tried everything else 
and they're asking for something different at this point in their life. They're asking for faith-based treatment, which of course is a Christ-centered treatment. And, uh, you know, that's the other funny thing. They, they try not to call it treatment and it is what it is, but that's, you know, you're talking about somebody who needs healing and guess who is the ultimate physician. He's the great physician. He is known as Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, the Messiah and healing power flows in his veins. Healing power actually goes forth in his name. And so when somebody calls upon the name of Jesus, I feel some preach coming on. But when an addict calls upon the name of Jesus and then he is willing to submit to a 12 month long discipleship program, things can really begin to shift and change in their life. You know, it's not that they'll never make a mistake again or whatever, and uh, but they, they will have the answer. They'll have the grace to get through life. You know, some people teach that relapse is a part of recovery. That is a very dangerous statement and a very dangerous teaching, if you ask for my personal opinion. I think it can be because people can um, relapse. And of course, when you're a Christian, you have the grace of God sitting right there with loving arms, ready to take you back in and, and, uh, restore you, redeem you and heal you from those things. So to say that it is a part of it, I think that can be dangerous to say it can be a part of it, I think would be more accurate, uh, statement for us in the faith-based community to, to say and share. That's more of a secular rehabilitation approach, which is the whole AA and NA approach as well, that, once you're an addict, you're always an addict. And when we're talking about the faith-based approach today and the faith-based approach is this, we stand upon the word of God. If somebody ha gets born again, as Jesus talks about in John chapter three and has the born again experience, he is no longer an addict because he's no longer the same old Bill that he used to be or she is no longer the same old Susie that she used to be who was running around stealing and thieving and drugging and drinking and sleeping around. And the same for that, that gentleman who got born again. You know, it takes the born again experience, be filled with the Holy Ghost to be able to change your life. And then you need to go through the discipleship process. You know, I say this all the time and don't get me wrong because I'm a pastor of the church and, and we still do these things too, which I really want to get away from it. But it's like, you know, bow your heads, everybody close their eyes, and, uh, you know, let's see if you want to receive and ask Jesus into your heart today. Lift up your hand right now and do so. Well, actually, Jesus never tells us to do that. He tells us to go out into the world and make disciples. When you're talking about somebody coming out of addiction that needs a new life and a new way of living and a new way of thinking, you know, um, saying a, a prayer at the end of our church services aren't that's not good enough that's not they deserve better than that jesus calls us to something higher than that and i can explain it with the word by this jesus says go out into the world and make disciples key root word there by the way of disciple is discipline you don't develop discipline by saying a prayer one time you develop discipline by living a lifestyle, by somebody doing life with you, by somebody being able to walk with you for a season in your life until you can walk on your own. Hello, that's called the born again experience too, right? You don't come out of your mother's womb running, walking, talking, all of those things. There is a born again experience and then that means that there's process. Ah, 
See, nobody wants to talk about process anymore because we live in a microwave generation. People just want to say a prayer one time at the end of a church service and expect Jesus to come down and zap them. And then they just are never the same again. And hear me out on that because I am a Pentecostal preacher. I believe in the supernatural power of God because it's available. It's here. It's alive and well today. I cast out demons in my service this Sunday and the supernatural power of God hit our sanctuary so i know that god does touch people and um he does heal them instantly in certain cases um, but a lot of the time i see that god wants to see how serious the person really is about their deliverance or about their walk with god jesus says keep seeking keep knocking and somebody coming out of addiction any kind of addiction this isn't just about drugs or alcohol talked about that with Jer pastor jeremy all still the dyd for the state of tennessee with the Assemblies of God a couple of weeks ago, you know, our teens and even us adults, we have become addicted to our cell phones and the screen on our cell phone. Look at your screen time at the end of the week and see if you have a problem or not. Maybe you're addicted to something. But when it comes to these type of things, it takes discipline. It takes somebody walking with you hand in hand to help you overcome those things. And somebody who just got born again, they need discipleship. So when it comes to the faith-based approach, that's why most faith-based programs are, you know, minimum, most of them, a minimum of, of like 12 months. And from a medical uh, perspective and from scientific research, they say the body, if you are coming out of serious hardcore addiction, that the body only begins to really heal itself and recover after 12 months of sobriety. And so... The real, we talk to this about our with our students all the time, but the real test is when you leave the program or right after the program and you get some more liberties, which is really what I tell our students is responsibility, you know, because you have the, just because you have the liberty to do something doesn't mean that you should do it. We are called to be responsible individuals and take care of our business. But when it comes to our faith-based approach, you know, back to that, our faith-based approach, we stand upon the word of God, which says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Behold, all things that are old have passed away and behold, all things have been made new. You know what that means? You get a new heart because the Bible says that there was coming a time where he would replace the heart of stone and replace it with a heart of flesh. Uh, Jesus talks about writing or God talks about writing the laws on our hearts and not on stones of tab uh, of tablets. Amen. And so we know that, you know, God's once you get born again, that the conscious uh, begins to come alive. Your spirit comes alive um, to the will of God, the power of God, the purpose of God, the calling of God, the anointing of God can be upon your life. So that you can live a different life and live a whole new way, right? And so we don't take the approach of the NA and AA that says once you're an addict, you're always going to be an addict. Uh, we just don't believe that. We believe that the power of God is available. We believe that we do recover. I believe that there is a recovery process. Um, but there is a point where you can become whole and healed. Not that you're perfect. Not that you never make a mistake or anything like that, but being whole and being healed, um, it, it doesn't mean perfection, but that is 
what Jesus came for. That's why he endured the cross. That's why he let them lay his his broken and bruised body and whipped body into a tomb. And he rose on the third day so that when you say yes to him, you can have that same experience with the old man dying and the new man resurrecting. And guess what? You get to do it again. If you die before Jesus comes back, you're going to get resurrected again, um, you know, in the physical and so it's just a, a very powerful, powerful thing. And that is, you know, our approach to faith-based recovery. Recovery. We just stand upon the word of God. Imagine that. You know, faith-based recovery is real simple because you have an entire guide to it. You know, for folks thinking about starting a faith-based recovery center, stand upon the word of God. There's your first curriculum right there. <laughs> You know, we teach the Teen Challenge curriculum there at Be the Bush Recovery Ministries in Miriam House. And we have some great curriculums out there. They've got the Breaking Free curriculum that deals strictly with addiction issues. And it is phenomenal, phenomenal curriculum. Uh, we use the Dave Batty books, the 14 books um, for our induction phase. And um, then we teach Bible study classes on, in our second phase. And there's just a lot, lot of stuff that we're teaching our students and we're discipling them. That's the approach. You know, like I, I, y'all heard me say it before, you know, the world looks at us as a faith-based drug and alcohol rehabilitation center. And sure we're that because we deal with addiction. But when you get down to the nuts and bolts of what it is that we do, we are a discipleship program. I take men and women off the streets in and out or out of jails I take them and I put them in a controlled environment where they can focus on Jesus. You know, when it comes to our students, they don't have to worry about paying for food, electric, water, uh, clothes, any of that stuff. We take care of all of that for them. And we thank you, our partners, for that there at the ministry, because without you, that isn't possible. And, you know, I've talked to so I talked to so many people about this, but. And a lot of people that sow into our ministry, they say the same thing all the time. It's like, you know, I can't do what you can do, but I can help you do what you do. And that's an incredible thing because of our partners, our monthly partners, our annual donors. I mean, we're able to take men and women off the streets or out of jails or out of prison. We got one coming in today that's coming straight from prison and that's given his life to Jesus and wants to go through the discipleship process. So. Thank you to our donors. It's because of you that we're able to do that. But back to what I was saying, you know, we take them in and we disciple them. We teach them, our staff team, me, all the churches that we go to and the individuals that partner with us and the churches that partner with us, the pastors that partner with us. You know, these people, most of them have never truly seen what authentic Christianity looks like which is one that is full of love, compassion, mercy, forgiveness, um, and, and equip, equipping. You know, we are equipping our students in the program to learn how to live a Christian life, to learn how to uh, just be a spirit-filled person that just loves the Lord and is able to walk out life, uh, showing them business opportunities, uh, giving them opportunities that they've never had. You know, when we get a guy that gets the third phase or a girl, that gets the third phase um, or a graduate, we help them start careers and get them jobs at all of these things, stuff that a lot of these folks have just never even had the opportunity to do. 
And so doing life with them is just so vital and important to the approach of faith-based recovery. Um, it's just, a, it is a must. You can't, you can't stick somebody in a place for 30 days and expect for them to change what they might have been doing for 30 years. You have to disciple them. You have to walk with them and show them the path, show them the way, teach the word. You know, one of the other approaches of uh, faith-based recovery um, that also secular recoveries, you know, teach try to teach folks. It's just hard to pack it within 30 days, but you know, it's about renewing the mind. You know, Romans 12, 2 says, Be not conformed by this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Folks coming out of addiction, folks coming into the gospel, into the kingdom, period, you have to renew your mind. It don't matter if you don't even have any addiction problems. If you become a Christian, you have to renew your mind and change the way you think to match up with the gospel of Jesus Christ and to match up with the word of Jesus Christ. You know, right before I went into Teen Challenge, I heard Todd White talking about renewing the mind. I started listening to him right before I went Teen Challenge and he went to Teen Challenge for a little bit and then God sent him home. But I remember him saying that in one of his sermons, you know, and and one of his speaking engagements, he was just talking about the renewing of the mind. It's like you cannot be an authentic Christian and live out the gospel to its to its fullness um, without renewing the mind. You have to change the way that you think. You know, I've got this whole message uh, called Mind Changers that's about that verse. And, you know, the Bible also says in Proverbs, as a man thinks within himself, so is he. So if you go around saying, hi, my name's Bill, I'm an addict and I'm always going to be one. The Bible clearly indicates and say that if you say that and if you believe that and if you think that within your mind, that is what you're going to be. Another approach that we have with the faith based community is this, you know, we teach people that they can be set free. We show people that they can be set free with the faith based approach. You are not just there to get clean off of drugs. People get clean off of drugs or people get clean off of alcohol every day and it might last a couple of years it might last a couple of months it might last a couple of weeks it might last 10 years 20 years but they're not really free from it they walk around a dry drug addict or a dry drunk and they're just not using alcohol or drugs today is kind of what they'll they'll even say about it and taking it that one day approach at a time but here's the thing with us at faith-based recovery centers like mine this is how we take the approach with be the Bush and Miriam house. You know, I'm not interested in teaching somebody how to be a dry drunk. I want to show people how to be set free by the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ and through discipleship and the work of the Holy Ghost at work with inside the individual. I want to show them how to walk set free. I can walk in any bar in America and preach the gospel. And I'm six years removed uh, from uh, the drug addiction and from using and all of that stuff. I can go on any street in America where they're selling crack, cocaine, meth, drugs, pills, anything you could imagine, and I can go preach the gospel. Why am I able to do that? And why do I not walk around on eggshells when it comes to that? It's because of the approach of freedom, not just being clean. We want to show people, and we will show people, we have been showing people 
how to be completely set free from the lifestyle of addiction. And, and that's, just, that's just where we stand in the faith-based community. We want to show people how to be free. We want to walk with them. We want to do life with them. Um, you know, we want to see them completely whole, healed, restored. We want to walk them through the recovery process because there is a recovery process. You know, I'm six years uh, f- free from drugs and alcohol addiction and all of those things. So how could I be a drug addict? I haven't touched any drugs in six years now. I mean, how how could I be a drug addict? I have been set free by the power of the gospel. And um, I was set free by the power of the Holy Ghost and through the discipleship process that I went through there at Teen Challenge. And that's what we're doing with our students here in the ministries, uh, BTB Recovery Ministries and Miriam House Ministries. So, you know, that is our faith-based approach to things. You know, any parent who's listening today whose child might be wrapped up in addiction, can I just give you some hope today? Because there is hope, and his, and his name is Jesus, and um, he has a plan and a purpose for your child that might be wrapped up in addiction. Call a faith-based center today. Call me. Call us. You can uh, look us up on at bethebushministries.com. You can also look us up on miriamhouse.com. If you want to sow into this ministry, you can do so on both websites. We need partners. We need people to partner and labor with us in the kingdom of God. You know, that's what I talked about earlier. A lot of people are like, man, I can't do what you can do, but I can help you do what you do. And you have no idea the eternal and the kingdom impact that you make when you sow into a ministry like ours or another faith-based recovery ministry, Teen Challenge, other ministries like that, because this ain't just about us. There are so many faith-based recovery ministries that are doing incredible work for the kingdom of God. And guess what? You can't put a price on a soul. You just can't. It's impossible. And so, you know, to all of our partners, we just thank you. We we commend you, and uh, we're just so grateful for you. Uh, I hope that blessed somebody today. I hope that... Uh, all of you received uh, what was spoken today. The faith-based approach to the recovery community is where it's at because we are simply following the Word of God and the Word of God is Jesus because in the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word was God and Jesus is still setting the captives free. Amen? I want to pray with you today before we end the show. Heavenly Father, Lord, we love you. God, I thank you for giving me the wisdom, giving so many other faith-based sinners the wisdom to just simply stand upon your word and follow you. That if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Those, those of us who come out of addiction, we're not once an addict, always an addict. When we get born again by the power and the spirit of God, we are healed and we are being healed. We are changed and being changed. We are changed and still changing, Lord. And we just thank you, Lord. Any parent who might be listening, anybody who might be listening who's wrapped up in addiction right now, I pray for the addict that they would hit their knees and say, God, I can't do this no more. I give you my life. Let me get into a discipleship program that will help me. To the parent who might be listening today whose child, grandchild, niece, nephew, whatever, is in active addiction, Lord, I pray that hope would hit their heart knowing that they're listening over these sound waves right now 
to a man who was broken and beaten and busted and disgusted by addiction. But I found the only one, the only force in the universe who was able to change things for me, and it was you, Jesus. So I pray that you would give the parent hope and that you would open the door that no man can shut to help get their family member into a faith-based recovery center where their their family member can be healed, hold, restored, and recovered. Lord, forgive us in the areas we failed you. Wash us clean by the blood of your son, Jesus. And we thank you for that blood, that precious blood that brings forth the remission of sin when we call upon the name of Jesus. Fill us with the Holy Ghost and power today to accomplish our mission and mandate in the earth. We love you, we honor you, and praise you. It's in Jesus' mighty name that I pray. Amen. I hope today blessed you. Tune in next Wednesday for our next episode. I am excited about the next couple of episodes coming up. We've got some interviews coming up, and so it is going to be awesome. We can't wait for you to tune in next week. Thank you for listening to the Recovery to Recover podcast. If you like what you heard today, visit BeTheBushMinistries.com or MiriamHouse.com to become a monthly partner or for more info about our ministry and what we are accomplishing for the kingdom of God. You can also follow me on Facebook at Caleb McCall or on Instagram at Pastor Caleb Mack. See you next week.